Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Solutions Brewing Podcast. I'm Brandon Peepin. I'm joined with my two partners in crime here, Stephen Salk and Robert Kalchuk. Hello, And everyone. today we're going to be... Hello. Um, Hello. For our listeners, uh, yeah, we are once again recording this over the internet so we can't see each other or react to each other's cues, so we may step over each other from time to time, which I think just adds a little flavor to our our discussions. Um, today Does it we're going to be talking more about... authentic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interrupted. Interrupting cow says what? What? It says mew. That's what it says. <laughs> mew. Right. Podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about a uh, a review that we got recently from uh, a gentleman up in Edmonton, I believe. Uh, uh, this is something that I'm excited about, largely because it's uh, Steve and Rob who keyed onto it and have uh, done the follow-up work. So, Steve, do you want to fill us in? Who reviewed us? What did they review? And how did it go? Steve? Well, now I would like <laughs> you to pop in, but fine. <laughs> okay, so uh, I will take at least half the credit for this, even though Rob did all of the work for it. Uh, and where it comes from is a uh, gentleman up in Edmonton, Beer Reviews from YEG, which is the airport... Uh, lettering for Edmonton and yeah Rob did he reach out to us first or did we reach out to him first I, I can't remember how it started um I don't remember exactly but uh, he I think he reached out to us okay so yeah uh he so he takes beers from like I've been strolling through his Instagram again for our the last uh five, ten minutes uh, in preparation for this because uh, the man gets beer from various sources and reviews them, uh, does trips to uh, locales. Like recently he went down to Calgary and did a big string of reviews of uh, Calgary breweries, but also has done it in the uh, Kelowna-Okanagan region. Uh, and yeah, was again if he reached out to us uh we sent him some samples and said hey take a swing at uh what we have to offer and i have his review up on instagram uh yeah he's also a fan of the podcast so he's probably going to hear this too oh yeah he's definitely going to hear it it's going to be uh like oh sweet (laughs) uh but yeah uh like this is probably as closest to a, a professional review uh that we've had so far like uh you know other than you know people actually ordering our beer into stores and you know drinking the beer and being very happy with it uh there's been a lot of anecdotal review and um you know you know there's also untapped and all those other reviewing sites but uh someone taking the time to actually taste our brews and do all this like this is you know as a new brewery like this will be have a special place in our hearts forever because this is our first review. Like if when we open the physical location, we should print this off and put it up on the wall somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rob, uh, you, I was going to say, do you want to go one by one through these reviews and then we can kind of talk about, uh, you know, what we think about uh, his review of our, uh, of our beers. Sure. Yep. Um, I guess I'll sure I'll, I'll read the first one. Uh, so his his review of missing piece was 
light and a little on the multi side. Oh no, I was reading it. My phone just went down. Light and a little on the multi side. <laughs> it's still refreshing. This blonde is your missing piece to your beer fridge. Uh, and he rated it an eight point one out of ten. A very strong rating. Yeah, Brendan. I was going to say, Brendan, how do you feel about this review of your beer? Oh, I think it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> obviously, tying in the name of the beer into Missing from the Fridge absolutely hits on what we're trying to do with the beer and the name direction <laughs> there. But, uh, no, I uh, obviously, it's, it's what we wanted out of the beer, right? We wanted something that was nice and refreshing, crushable. Um, we did play with the malt bill there a little bit from a typical blonde to try to add a little bit of a, a caramel finish or a little bit of a sweeter note to uh, round out uh, the flavor profile of blonde and, and give you something that was still approachable and refreshing and crushable. But if you're looking for something a little bit nicer, that's what we wanted to do. And it sounds like that's what he got out of it. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. So, And especially the odd it. hop schedule that we do for it as well. Like it's 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 not a standard one so uh, the the hop notes that we get out of it it's very light but it's distinct and uh yeah like it again that's why missing piece is so popular yeah yes whoever crafted the recipe for that one is certainly a genius <laughs> oh wow and it, it, and it so didn't modest. randomly <laughs> i say didn't randomly just put in this thing to make sure he had an ibu target or anything like that did he no, no. <laughs> all right rob do you <laughs> i was gonna say rob do you want to read off the the kiss one sure so for kiss uh he wrote oh my gosh uh here oh here solutions keeping it simple with this amber light caramel on the nose and upon first sip elegantly easy drinking and very approachable and he rated a 7.5 out of 10 now first off I gotta say, the fact that I was rated below the missing piece hurts me to my core. Oh, the fact that Brendan's, uh, you know, our almost our flagship ale is above mine is just, oh, it, it hurts down in my heart and in my soul. But otherwise, uh, yeah, he basically nails it. Like, like caramel in the nose, the first sip, I get more biscuity notes out of out of Kiss when I when I drink and that sort of thing, but yeah like that's you know as far as complexity goes like this is the simplest beer we do it is literally four ingredients that's it like nothing more complex or weird about it uh and I, again like we, we didn't do this on the original marketing but we really should have listed it as a smash ale to be like yeah no this is clearly as basic as it gets but as good as it gets as well so absolutely and i i think that's it's certainly something we're um we're trying to do when we do the in-person tastings is is explain why it's called the the kiss ale and why why that really ties into how it was crafted and um given the abundance of flavor that you can get out of the different balance and the, the fact that you actually achieved uh, a, a good and a great amber out of strictly four ingredients not four ingredients like barley yeast water and hops it's only one type of barley one type of hop um mm -hmm. you may have cheated and used two types of water but i don't believe so <laughs> <laughs> i use some calgary water 
and I used some Airdrie water. No, 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 that, no, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> well, that'd be funny because no, so, that would actually like, still take Calgary water. Actually, no, you're right. Yeah, they're tight. <laughs> it's all the same system now, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I found some well water on some like forgotten farm in the middle of nowhere, and it's like use 200 liters of this in the brewing process. It will aid in your in the quest. <laughs> No, no, it was all single-sourced Calgary water. Yeah, so I guess uh, all credit to you, Steve, for the the recipe here and and for crafting something. That's a very, very good beer. Um, Certainly the many, many people that we've given it out to enjoy the the kiss above the others. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's just nice to see. I think we've got three great beers here, and I'm excited to hear what the review is for the Dark Humor. All right, so the review of the Dark Humor. Strong coffee on the nose, but light in flavor. It stays easy on flavor, but will still keep you warm when needed. 7.2 out of 10. Steve, I read your... I, uh, I rate your, your reading of said review 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, you're so kind and generous. <laughs> I don't know. I thought there were some strange inflections there at some point, like hamming it up a little bit, but certainly. Uh, oh, what would you give me? A, a 9.5 out of 10, Brendan? Anything below that, and I will be 5. insulted. Oh, oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> if I was anywhere within, like, at least a kilometer of you, I would find you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. but so Rob, back to your reaction. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was pretty happy with it. I mean, um, obviously, of course, you always want to get uh, when it's the three of us, and you know, each one it's our recipe. That's my recipe, so uh, you know, I would prefer to have had the bragging rates of having the higher rated beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I don't get to choose that, and everyone has their own flavor. I'm, I'm glad that um, uh, his name's Steve. I'm glad that Steve uh, uh, enjoyed the beer. That that's what's more important to me is that it was enjoyed. Yeah, and that's that's always the thing with going with a, a more, you know, like niche beer as a stout sort of thing, especially with the flavors that you crafted for the beer. Is that you know, a lot of people are just gonna be like, nope, I don't like that that flavor. I don't like that thing. It's you know, how many different ways do you get like? cream sugar milk and other sweeteners in your coffee like there's so many different combinations for each individual person so you really really like this beer but again the next person who has it's like oh that's not my coffee flavor i I don't like it as much but those who like it really really like it yeah my goal with that recipe was to make a beer that tastes like coffee smells Mm-hmm. And that's because I don't like coffee, but I like the smell of it. And yeah, that definitely comes through in the beer. So yeah, like, uh, and especially like this one, it it definitely, you know, comes out, uh, you know, very forward on the coffee. Like it's very strong and it hits your nose. You're like, oh yeah, like that's, I'm having my morning brew, but wait, it's in can form. That's weird. Yeah. And certainly there's been a lot of different people who have been tasting the dark humor and, and you kind of get it from uh, a lot of different, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, beer 
connoisseurs or people with different tastes. There's people who really enjoy stouts, um, and they will be looking for something different in a stout than people who typically really enjoy um, ambers or browns and then taste this stout. And I, I, the thing I like about yours, Rob, is that it's very approachable for a lot of people. I've given it to some people who don't drink stouts, and then they taste it, and they say, yeah, I'm going to go buy a six-pack of that because that was great. Mm. And then my one of my uh one of my siblings also he really enjoys the, the stouts and he buys it all the time too so it's kind of you can hit on both sides and you're always going to find people with particular tastes on either side too so either mm-hmm. way the coffee flavor of it and the coffee profile of it is something that's certainly approachable for most people and actually uh, just reminding me it was a couple months ago I gave this to uh, a beer drinker who drank nothing but, like, the worst lagers possible, like Bravia and uh, and Lucky sort of thing. And like, he's one of those old, or Olympia, that was the other, the other one he drank a lot, uh, just because, you know, that's what he drank and that's what he drank sort of thing. And he, but he drank a lot of coffee. And I was like, you, like, you should try this. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to like it. And I'm like, no, no, like, I... I'm taking a risk here. Like you can take a sip and throw away the rest of the can. I don't care. I was like, I think you'll like this. And sure enough, uh, he took a, a a sip of it and he's like, Oh, you can do that with beer now. And it's like, yeah, no, they've been doing this with beer for, you know, hundreds of years sort of thing. Like, yeah, you can absolutely do this. And like, that's sometimes you got to push through people's uh, inherent biases about what they may or may not like. And yeah and you know gain a convert along the way yeah and uh one thing that surprises people about that one is they think that coffee is added to the beer to get that flavor but this one's actually uh, it is an all grain recipe there's no additives or anything like that it's, it's all comes from the grain that were used for yeah. the barley i should say but yeah Again, all three of these beer fall Bavarian uh, purity laws, so yeah, it's uh, no nothing extra, nothing special. It's all just good, honest ingredients. Shameless plug for our newer listeners: go check one of our earlier episodes for our discussion on the Bavarian purity law. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that was uh, episode like two, two. Yeah, like the like the, our two. first thing. Thank we're you. like, yeah. Let's let's argue about that because <laughs> <laughs> there's certainly well, a variety of opinions expressed in that episode. Yes, which is actually good for us because it with that episode it actually like really defined our our beer styling, our beer brewing method, like our philosophy sort of thing. So it it really dis, like made us distinct in you know instead of just being a voice, it's like. Oh yeah, Brennan's the purist, and Stephen, you know, wants to brew the weird stuff, and Kalachuk dips his toes in, you know, where where he wants when he wants sort of things. So it, it was it was a, a good, strong second episode to define what Solutions Brewing is. It's it's all these three different minds coming together to make beer. But more importantly, Steve, there's also mention of the watermelon goza that we're still waiting for. This is true. We're going to need the pilot system again. Because I am not, because I want some as well. And I'm not brewing for like a day and a half straight. We're just going to do a big batch of it and then split it. (laughs) The problem is, is it's that it's, it's going to take 
the the brew day is going to take three days though because because uh, we got to brew it and then let it kettle sour for two days and then finish the the boils so yeah rob we might have to we, we might have to borrow your house for a little bit and get three fermenters and three uh uh carboys going as as long as or with all the uh, other stuff for the uh, primary system as well so yeah steve well, i'm hearing the word we a lot here and i don't believe we lost the brew competition uh but it's just a team effort boys we should you know <laughs> come together to brew this amazing beer that will eventually go on our brew list <laughs> Mainly because, well, I can, like, I've uh, helped with both the brew days. I have not run it myself yet. And, uh, yeah, that could be an interesting or a total disaster. We'll see. <laughs> ah, it's easy. You put it in your laundry room, you fill it up, you turn the thing on, it boils over, then you figure out what you're going to do after that. See, but my wife has seen that now. <laughs> uh, she does not want to happen to our own... Uh, things so <laughs> just just get some yeah. of that like um you know when you're painting you get like that plastic tarp so just oh, like yeah. just like oh yeah. yeah so you put that in your in your uh, in your laundry room just tarp and just room. make it look like you're gonna murder somebody <laughs> down there and then start hacking away at some watermelon ah <laughs> uh, see see the watermelon actually, actually... the ritual that you have to do with anyway yeah <laughs> so the watermelon actually isn't added till a week after like it's after it's out of primary you add it in secondary so yeah like that's uh that's a completely separate uh issue that that can be done on my own time with the gregorian chants and sacrificial knife and the salt circle to contain the watermelon souls so yeah, that, that, that's not the problem. The, the main problem is getting the, the base beer ready, which, uh, eh, no, 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 no. We, we should, uh, yeah, pilot system. Let's do it all at once. Let's let's go for efficiency here, boys. That is the solution. Go for efficiency. Oh, for sure we'll do the pilot system, but I do think we have to do it at your place, Steve. <laughs> It'll be the full inauguration of the pilot system to, be, to brew at all three locations. There you go. You might, maybe your place will be the first one we don't boil over at. Uh, I really hope not let's, because let's mine try to learn mine is not a basement, mistakes. mine is stone, uh, so I'd really not want to get that into my uh, onto the stone or the baseboard. So, yeah, let's uh, let's make sure we don't yeah. do that. No, we'll, we'll learn. We'll learn. We'll get better. Oh yeah. We boiled over less at my place than we did at Rob's. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, improvement, right? We know more what what to watch out for now, right? So. It'll be yeah. fine. It'll be fine. It'll be good. It'll be good. Friday, my so place. We started Sounds this good. talking. <laughs> so we started this all talking about reviews, um, and obviously we got a thorough review from uh, YEG. What is it? Beer beer reviews from YEG. Yeah. It's uh, from from Steve. Fantastic review. Thanks for taking the time to taste our beer and let us know what you think about it. We're also on Untapped, and we've been getting a number of reviews there, and it, the beers are very close uh, in terms of their rankings on that as of today. Um, mm -hmm. I believe the Kiss and the Dark Humor are tied exactly, and the missing piece is still edging out just a little bit, but I think that's a lot of the fact that we're just coming out of summer here, and <laughs> people generally enjoy blondes more in the summer. Mm -hmm. So everybody who is listening who wants to let us know what they think about our beer they can either 
reach out to us directly or through Untapped. And Rob, can you remind them how they can get a hold of us if, if they want to? Yeah, so we're available on email, uh, no problems at solutionsbrewing.com. You can reach us on Instagram or Facebook at Solutions Brewing Co. And uh, thanks, Steve, for the reviews. And, and anyone who's listening, uh, maybe you go check out check out his uh, Instagram page, which is the at beer reviews from Y-E-G. And if you really want to let us know what you think, we're going to be at Beer Fest here in both Calgary and uh, Edmonton. So it's the Calgary International Beer Fest on October 15th and 16th and the Edmonton Craft Beer Festival on October 22nd and 23rd. We'd love to see you come out, taste the beer, chat with us a bit if you like. And yeah, that's kind of the, the most exciting thing we'll be doing in October, I think. Yeah, and since this is a podcast and this is complete play at any time, we should mention that uh, those dates are in 2021. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. 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 Uh, but with that, too, like there will at minimum be at least two of us in the booth at any time. So at least one guy will be slinging beer and the other one will be available to talk. So, yeah, come by and uh, have a chat with us. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. And uh, we hope you liked it. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> Later. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's All right. let's just end this on the awkward note. Let's go. Uh, okay, let's go. Thanks everyone. Thanks everyone. Take care. <laughs> Take care.